0: I'm Laura, host of Expand, the podcast for coaches who crave more fulfillment in the work that they do, more meaningful results in the clients they serve, and more confidence to rebel against the traditional boxes our coaching industry has placed us in so we can expand into the bigness of what we're truly capable of. When you're ready, let's jump right in. Believing that we have what it takes to be successful, believing that what we have to say matters, believing that we are unique, believing that we are here to make an impact, that we are enough as we are right now, that it's okay that we're imperfect, believing that the skills we have right now will serve us and believing that it's okay to make mistakes And in fact, that it's expected and a required part of evolving into the coach that you're meant to be is hard. It's really hard a lot of the time. And I think that the the reason why it feels so difficult to consistently maintain a state of self-belief isn't because it's not accessible to us. It's because we think that in order to believe in ourselves that requires the absence of self-doubt that requires the absence of self-judgment comparison imposter syndrome deep-rooted fear and so we hold our self-belief hostage for the fleeting moments in between fears for the fleeting moments in between our internal self-doubt dialogues and We can feel them, those self-belief moments from time to time, but it's never a a through line in our existence. It's never something that feels constant within us. It's something that we can taste every now and again in an inspired moment or after a coaching session that went amazingly well, or when a client praises us for how incredible we were able to guide them or what we were able to offer them that they'd never seen before or never been able to do before or whatever. In those moments where we're receiving external validation that we are as good as we want to believe we are and we are doing the things that we desire most to do, self-belief feels easy to access because we're borrowing it from external sources. We're using the belief that someone or something else has in us and making it our own. So in those moments, it feels as though we're accessing a belief in ourselves that can fuel us to move forward in an inspired way or fuel our creativity or take bigger risks because we feel unstoppable in those moments. But what happens after those moments pass and what happens before those moments come that's where i'm really interested in exploring with you because the reality is is self-belief is always accessible to us it's always available for us to anchor into to cultivate inside of ourselves but we hold it hostage because our default is fear our default is judgment. Our default is thinking that we're not doing enough. or not being enough. And therefore, we need to first accomplish something in order to receive external feedback that tells us that it's safe to believe versus belief being the default. And we've got to this point because... It's just human nature to default to the negative. It's just human nature to default to the thoughts that will protect us from pain, harm, shame, fear, failure, whatever it is that you're avoiding. The thoughts that I'm not good enough yet, or I can't do that, or that's too risky, or that's too big for me, who am I to, are all just self-protective thoughts. Right? We look around ourselves, and there's people doing incredible things everywhere we look. They're all over the internet. and they're they're infused into your life, whether you want them to be or not. And when we use those people as constant reminders that we're not there yet, we default to the negative automatically because our ego is trying to protect us from believing that we are unsafe, that we are unworthy. Our ego wants us to be safe. Our ego wants us to be worthy. So it pushes those big ideas away into the future because we can't really make sense of whether or not that's for us. We can't really make sense of how we would even go about creating that or doing that or taking that risk. We can't see what's on the other side of those decisions of those steps, of those those new growth edges. So we hold ourselves back by thinking fearful thoughts and comparing ourselves to those people, how there's no way that could be us and who would we be to pretend that that's who we are or that's what we want to create or do in this world? Who would we be to have the audacity to think that that could be for me? We think these thoughts that keep us small and because we put all of our value, all of our internal resources into these default thoughts, we don't give ourselves the opportunity to explore the alternative. Because the reality is, is that those thoughts are fictional and it is just as likely that the complete opposite could happen. It's just that our ego does not like to go there because it doesn't feel in control there. It doesn't feel safe there. It is much safer for your mind to keep you the same, to keep you small, to keep you stationary because you know who you are at this place. You know how to be with yourself. You know what to expect in your day. There's nothing that's going to surprise you or catch you off guard or threaten you. And at that next level, if you were instead to believe that it is just as likely that I could launch this program and it could blow up as it is that I could launch this program and no one would sign up. When you come to that realization that dichotomy gets to exist, that there gets to be both fear and belief in the room at the same time, Now we can play with those thoughts and we can allow the fear to be there without it being our whole story. We can allow belief to be there without needing to earn it yet or to borrow it from someone outside of ourselves. We can let it live within us without needing someone else to reflect back to us that it's safe to believe that we could have that. The root of belief is trust. The root of self belief is self trust in order to believe that these things are possible for us in order to believe that we can do hard things and we can find our voice. And it is possible for us to leave an impact bigger than the one we've left already bigger than the one we even dream of leaving in order to believe that first we must trust ourselves And we must trust ourselves to hold the duality that so naturally wants to exist in us. The duality of fear and belief, the duality of comparison and also uniqueness, the duality of imposter syndrome and self-judgment and also inspiration and creativity. It gets to live within us. It's just that when fear is present, And we convince ourselves that because fear is present, we cannot innovate. We cannot grow because fear is there warning us away from some threat that is going to challenge us. That is going to rob us of success. That is going to make us out to be a fool or is going to cause us a lot of pain when we fail because that fear is there and we're listening to it and only it, and denying ourselves the duality that could exist if we also took a step back and realized that the, the story we're telling ourselves that because fear is present, it means this is just as incorrect, is just as likely of happening as the, the belief that even though fear exists, I could still have that. Even though fear is there, I can still be creative. and In fact, I can create bigger and more beautiful things than I'm even allowing myself to imagine that's just as likely as hap- of happening for me. And when you can be in that duality and know without a shadow of a doubt that you trust yourself to hold both, that you have the capacity to not just be consumed by fear, but also allow inspiration and joy and creativity and movement forward, growth to new edges, to also be in the room with that fear, you rebalance into the middle. You're no longer pulled into a dark place every time self-doubt surfaces, every time a judgment pops up. It's not about controlling those thoughts and getting rid of them. It's about balancing them out with the truth, the raw, real truth that it, you have only been listening to the fear, but that doesn't mean that inspiration and belief and trust and joy isn't also there. Those pieces of you have always been there. You just have to start listening to them, especially in the moments where fear and self-doubt grab you. Can you call on that light side, that true self to rebalance you? Can you feel how the fear and the disbelief and the The self-judgment and maybe the pain of past failures lives in your body when it comes up. Where does it come up for you? For me, it's right here. It's It's in my gut. It's in my solar plexus area. And can you just start to build a relationship with it? Can we tap on it? Can we rub it? Can we hold it? Can we nurture it and let it know that it's seen and safe to be felt and it's allowed to be here? In fact, it's welcome to be here, but also from your heart space, from your head space, and from your solar plexus space, from your gut, from your intuition. Call on trust. Know that is as long as you trust in your ability to hold bigger emotions in yourself, you release the you release the power that fear and self-doubt has over you and you stop betraying yourself in those moments you stop believing only that dialogue and you start inviting in a lighter dialogue to balance it out and from that place you have a choice you have a choice which dialogue you act on your default no longer becomes to shrink your default becomes to balance and choose consciously in that moment. What is best for you? I'm not saying you're never going to shrink. I'm not saying you're never going to hide. I'm not saying that fear isn't going to feel all consuming sometimes because it is for everyone, no matter how successful you get, no matter how much you believe in your mission in your abilities, Fear and self-doubt will consume you sometimes. It's not about that never happening. It's about recognizing the power that you have over those moments to rebalance back into a state where you know that by cultivating self-trust every day, simply through the act, of feeling what's coming up without shaming it, judging it or pushing it away, will allow you to navigate those moments with ease and grace, even when they're painful, even when they're difficult, even when you would rather not be feeling them. The trust you have with yourself to navigate no matter what comes up around you or what surfaces in your body is all you need to cultivate a practice of self-trust and self-belief that you are gonna be okay no matter what, that it's safe to take risks, that it's safe to be heard, that it's safe to be felt, that it's safe to be unique in this space and share what's on your heart, whether it's digestible or not, whether you can formulate it into an Instagram bio statement or if it takes you 15 minutes to explain to someone what it is you want them to know, it is safe for you to be in a place of balance with yourself, a knowingness that you are a multi-layered individual with many emotions circulating through you all at the same time, and none of them get to define you unless you choose for them to. And when you choose, let it be belief that you choose. Let it be self-trust that you choose. Let it be joy and passion and fulfillment that you choose. Let it be creativity that you choose. Let's wake you up from your default zombie-like response where fear and doubt and judgment get to rule the way you show up every single day, where you crave fleeting moments of belief that you squander because they're so rare you don't even know what to do with them and let self-belief and trust become a new baseline experience in your day-to-day existence. All it takes is a willingness to feel the hard things and to recognize and shift your perspective that that doesn't have to be the whole story, that there, that is only 50% and the other 50% is beautiful. You just haven't been listening to that side of you. You haven't been giving her the mic. Give her the mic. If you believed in yourself, what would you say? If you trusted yourself, what would you do? If you felt inspired, what would you create? And then even though fear is there, do that thing, say that thing, create that thing. And through those micro actions, cultivate a deep knowing that self trust is always accessible to you. That self belief is always available to you. It's just a willingness to be with yourself moment by moment without judging anything, without shaming anything, or without rushing through any of the experiences that are naturally coming up for you, and choosing moment by moment how you wanna be with yourself and move forward from that place to become more you, to feel more into who you are. I'm not saying this is easy. I'm not saying it's gonna feel comfortable. What I'm saying is it's possible and with practice, it becomes easier, faster to access, to shift out of fear and into self-trust, to shift out of doubt and into self-belief, and to move forward from this deep inner knowing that what you're doing is meant for you and that you don't have to have only good days and you don't have to have only bad days. In fact, there is no good or bad. There is just you, however you are today, and that that's enough, and that that's okay, and it's all allowed, it all gets to be a part of your experience, and nothing needs to be controlled, or fixed, or changed in order for you to have an impact. You get to have your full experience of emotion every day, and it gets to change every day, and you don't have to control it in order to do big, bold, scary, risky things, and to feel safe in doing those things my invitation for you is that you take a risk today and you let yourself feel something hard. And then you ask yourself, what would the opposite of this be? And is it just as true that this is accessible to me in this moment? What would happen if I believed that? Sorry, Alberto. would happen if you believed that? Where would you go? What would you do? What would you create? What would feel available to you? And most importantly, how would you feel at the end of the day because you allowed yourself to move through your daily experience without layering on judgment, without trying to control or fix it? That's the most important piece. It's not about what you what success you create. It's about how you feel in the process, always coming back to the truth of who you are and what feels aligned for you. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want more, I'd love if you'd subscribe to my show wherever you get your podcasts. Good karma points for also leaving a review while you're at it. And lastly, if you're looking to dive even deeper, you'll find a ton of free workshops, mini trainings, and the details on my mentorship program, Trigger Mapping, over at laurapoberin.com. See you next time.